0: It's the Locked On Flyers podcast for Thursday, March 23rd, your daily dose of Flyers news analysis and high quality content that feels oddly strange about facing the Minnesota Wild for the first time in the non Chuck Fletcher era.
1: Yeah, I don't care either way. (laughs)
0: <laughs> All right, well, we are going to get into tonight's matchup, a little NHL news, uh, talk about Nolan Meyer, a goaltender in our system and answer your mailbag questions.
1: Your locked on Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hey there, I am Rachel Donner. You can find me on Twitter at rmiriam. I'm here as always with Russ Cohen, who is on Twitter at Sportsology. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on flyers. That is where we post about our episodes and Flyers news. You can also email the show at Locked on flyers at Gmail. That's how you can ask us mailbag questions like we are getting to on today's show locked on flyers is free and available anywhere you get your podcast so subscribe you'll get all of our episodes here on the locked on podcast network plus we're over on youtube so subscribe there as well Russ, before we get into tonight's matchup against the minnesota wild uh, the flyers did not practice yesterday so no updates to report on that front. One thing we didn't get to on yesterday's episode because we had such a good time uh, talking to Jason Mertidis. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen. A lot of great stuff. Uh, the Fanatics jersey announcement, which uh, I would say did not go over so well uh, about the NHL contracting with them uh, once the Adidas uh, contract is up. 10 years of Fanatics jerseys.
1: Yeah, so here's the reality, like, we're going to hear all the bitching, and then millions of people are still going to buy them. Um, I get the shortcomings, Uh, if they do stick to what they said about uh, the way Adidas is making them, and they're just taking over the factory, and they're going to leave it the same way, then I don't think anybody's going to have anything to complain about, um, about the, uh, the true jerseys, but, you know, we don't know, corporations could change things over time, and, you know, so... I get the trepidation there. I do. And and Fanatics is going to buy more things in the future. So they're here to stay for a while. So it's like I you know what is it It doesn't really matter anymore? <laughs> it doesn't.
0: It's true. It's just it is really disappointing from the fan perspective. And, you know, I think people are probably less worried about the game jerseys than, you know, not having an an opportunity to get authentics for the fans that are of good quality because i oh, know a lot board. of people
1: have that's what i was getting at yeah. those are the ones yeah 400 ones that's the one i'm getting at
0: yeah i don't know i think it's still going to be a little bit of a question mark till we actually see them mm-hmm. obviously that also means no new or significantly new designs until they get spun up so we'll have like two to three years of, of really not much new going on but i think that's pretty typical when the yeah, manufacturer good. turns over It
1: is. I. I... I mean, years ago, Nike was in it for a while, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they've had, you know, quite a bit of turnover. But I will say Adidas has done a great job, like they did. Yep. I'll miss them.
0: They, they really did. Uh, in international hockey news, the IIHF uh, has determined that they are not going to allow Russia and Belarus back into competitions for next season. And I think that... uh the the major effect this has is lack of international tournaments for some of the prospects to play in for for draft scouting
1: yeah you kind of wish they almost would do what they did in the olympics and say all right you can all play but it's not for russia it's for you know team oar or whatever just so those kids could play in some of these tournaments you feel bad for that and then on the other hand you don't feel bad because of what's going on so it does Like, that's that's what goes on in my mind with this. And it's hard. It's I support the decision. I do. And it's the right decision. So, you know, not much else you could do, I guess, if they want, let them have their own tournament until, you know, everything's okay. But that's going to be a while.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I agree with the decision, too, in theory, although it just it hasn't had any effect on what the country does. And obviously, I don't think anybody expects that. But, yeah, I, it's it's a weird middle ground with that competing but not for Russia thing. And I, I don't know what the right solution is. But the, the upshot is that there's going to be another year of difficult scouting and difficult for some of the players to get opportunities to showcase their skills.
1: No doubt about that.
0: All right, turning to tonight's matchup against the Minnesota Wild. Uh, their most recent game was actually a really exciting one. They beat the Devils in overtime 2-1. to one. Matt Boldy scoring with like 1.3 seconds left in overtime. Uh, he looked like completely gassed as he was getting down the ice, but somehow figured out a way to, to get the shot off. And uh, Gustafson had uh, 47 saves in that game as well. So it, it was definitely a a thriller and a confidence-boosting game for that team, especially because Kir- Kirill Kaprizov continues to be out.
1: Right. No, no doubt. I mean, Boldy's a gamer, man. He, he's a terrific player. Uh, I had him in my Calder voting last year. I had him either four or five. And had he played a full season? Who knows? Uh, But, you know, he was really good. He still is really good. I spoke to him over the summer. I, you know, I saw him in August so I could see what his training looked like. I knew he was going to come into this season. Gangbusters, I covered him uh, with the USA program. Just a terrific player. Uh, Gustafson's a very good goalie. He is. He is sort of like Auntie Ranta at this point. Like, he is one of Mm -hmm. the best backups. And... That's a big, a big effort for them. They needed those points. Not to say the Devils didn't, um, but they needed it. And so that, that you're right, that is a big win for them. And the fact that you had no Spurgeon, you had no Kaprizov, I got to give Bill, Bill Guerin credit again. His team is staying very competitive in that cap-strapped year.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, You know, since Kaprizov has been out, the Wilder 4-1-1 without him. And it just shows how much these guys are stepping up in other ways. Boldy, I think, more so than some of the other guys on the team. And goaltending has been a huge part of their winning yeah. recently. Uh, Gustafson is 6-1 and 3 in his last 10 with a 944 save percentage. And Mark andre Fleury, who I think we're more likely to see in the game tonight, he's on a seven-game win streak. And in that streak, a uh, 936 save percentage. And so I think that's going to be a, a, a tough part of the the game for the flyers you know you look at their game against florida goaltending was not up to snuff in oh, that game no. sorry i love i love you alex lion no. but he was off. you know like i, I was
1: just I, off. I have to illustrate on the Provorov goal he for whatever reason was protecting the far side post and was leaning that way there was no humanly way possible Provorov could have scored that way so you knew Profroff was going to go to the other side. And when he tried to go post to post, he falls down like he flops. And it's because he puts so much emphasis on the other post. It's like, what are you doing? So, no, they will get more competent goaltending than what we saw. But we, you know, we talked about yeah. it. We predicted that the day before, like it, it would be a high school yeah. affair. We did
0: exactly and so this is going to be a very different animal it's like a team that maybe doesn't have the finesse that florida does but they still have all those pieces they have the speed their defense is probably a little better than Florida's. they'll cycle well they'll um, control
1: the puck well
0: yeah yeah those exactly so
1: players trouble
0: yes uh, especially because you know the The Flyers are, I think, good when they can set up their defensive structure on their own terms. But when they're forced into it by a turnover, that's where they kind of go off into the wilderness.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, let's face it. We know right now that the defensemen on the Flyers can pretty much do whatever they want as far as leaving their post and trying to score. The coach likes it. They have nothing to lose. And so when you're playing against that, you have to defend for that. It makes it a little harder. I get it. But I still think Minnesota's up to the task. They have a rock solid D. If Spurgeon's back, you know, it'll be a tough game. And Flurry right. Flurry always plays well. I know there was the one Pittsburgh series where there were a lot of goals given up in the playoffs, but for the most part, Flurry plays well in Philly. And and he's, you know, so you, even though he's older, he's still pretty damn good.
0: Yeah, he's uh definitely spunky, I would say. Yes. All right. uh, Speaking of goaltending, we're going to continue that conversation uh, talking about phantoms goaltender Nolan Meyer coming up next. Today's episode is brought to you by Indeed. If you don't have players on the field or on the ice with the right skills, whether it's breakaway speed or elite making ability you're gonna have a tough time winning and the same goes for your business indeed is a fast simple way to make sure you're hiring mvps instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all And that's Indeed. One thing I love about it is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. They partner with you in every step of the hiring process. You can find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, over 90% of employers get quality candidates as soon as they sponsor their job post according to Indeed data. They invite you to apply through instant match and three times of them are more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it in search. So start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash locked on offer valid through March 31st. That's indeed.com slash locked on to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Terms and conditions apply, need to hire, you need Indeed so with the uh, rigmarole in lehigh valley with you know felix sandstrom and sam urson going back and forth uh kind of the the other depth goaltenders haven't you know had as much of the conversation uh, as of late but uh the phantoms wound up sending pat nagel back down to redding and calling up nolan meyer recently to be their backup mm-hmm. and it's interesting because you know we've talked about pat Nagel. he's a reliable ahl level goaltender um you know he played for team usa at the olympics or you know was the third stringer but still it was like he's a real solid goaltender and so you wonder why did they send him down to redding and bring up nolan meyer well Nolan Meyers, 22 years old and there's a potential future for him, you know, and and you really want to be able to see what he can do at a higher level of play. And so I think, you know, despite the fact that he's on an AHL contract, you really needed to see him at the AHL level versus the ECHL level,
1: right? Yeah, no question. I mean, he's been winning everywhere. Like he's the all time winningest WHL goalie. Uh, That's a pretty big deal. Uh, Look, I get it. His save percentage hasn't been super fantastic anywhere. But he wins games, mm-hmm. and it's you know, and it's been okay. His play is good though. He's fast. Uh, you know, I first saw him in that Flyer Ranger series where they played the two games. I was up in Lehigh for the first one. He was really good in that. He made like eleven or twelve stops. Uh, the biggest thing was when there was an overload by the Rangers. Sure, there was one that went in, but I didn't even blame it on him. Uh, I liked his glove. I thought he looked ahead. I thought he played really well with traffic. Saw around the traffic well, like this is a guy again who just you know slipped through the cracks. Could be uh, a very good AHL goalie and maybe could back up some NHL games. And because of his age, you know, goalie is voodoo. You never know. So why wouldn't she try and sign him next year to a two-year deal? I would because you don't know. Like sometimes twenty-four, twenty-five is the age where maybe they make that next jump. And you know, this is. This is a guy who I think is worth keeping in the system and I think they're doing the right thing.
0: Yeah, he's got seven games with the Phantoms this season. He's four, one, and two and uh eight ninety-six save percentage in that stretch, which you know isn't like the most impressive thing you're yeah. gonna see. But I-, I think the one thing you have to take into consideration is how they've been using him with mm-hmm. the Phantoms and and that most of his games have been at the tail end of a full weekend, right? So it's game three of a three day in a row series. And so the guys in front of him are gas, right? And so it's a different kind of team in front of him when he's in most of the time. Sometimes he gets in when they have fresh legs, but uh, most of the time it's when they're playing tired and back to back or back to back to back games. And so I think, you know, he comes into those situations having to do a lot of really difficult work and has been largely successful I think you know it's he he does let in some goals but I think he also gets screened a lot um yeah. in watching some of his games and I do think it is the absolute right move to have called him up and just to see what he can do and see if you really do want to maybe give him a two-way contract moving forward or you just want to give him another AHL deal um and see where it goes but i think the phantoms and the flyers organization as a whole would be missing out if they didn't keep him around
1: yeah i think at the very least you give an ahl but if you have to give him a two-way i do it um because again there is something here and, and that's what you have to explore and look no offense to pat nagel he's had a good run he can maybe play for somebody else but this kind of goes along with what the flyers want to do younger guy growing with the franchise, give him a go. Because, again, Felix Sandstrom is going to be in his last year. You don't know what's going to happen. Maybe he even gets traded, you know, at the draft or over the summer. So there's an opportunity here for Mayer, and and I think uh, they should go with it because I do think there's something there. And, again, with goalies, you, you know, it's hard to tell. But everything from his time in juniors to now points to the fact that he's getting better and he's a competent goalie
0: having seen him also at development camp or not development camp but he was at rookie camp yeah he he really impressed me and in the way that he was able to um just really I think track the puck Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the things that he does well and that he doesn't make saves that look like he's working too hard Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what you want to see right in your goaltender is making good solid saves but looking like they were easy because he was in the right position
1: yeah and you know i
0: think for the most part nolan does that
1: he does he's not six two or six three he's six foot but you don't really think of it as a negative for him Uh, i think you can still play at six feet uh at this level it's hard when you're under six like it's hard U.C. Soros is about the only guy. So, and I don't, right. and I don't, I don't even love U.C. Soros, but that's a whole other show. Um, but he's, you know, he's had good, good years. With this guy, yeah, he's six foot. He's athletic. He's got youth on his side. What's not to like? That's what I say. This is just, this, you know, you like it.
0: Yeah, I understand what the fandoms are doing right now because they want to give Sam Erson all the key starts because mm-hmm. um, that's important too. And, and don't get me wrong, I, I just would have liked to have seen them give Nolan Meyer a start this past week. Yeah, me too. Um, uh, even though they did alternate days with you know days off in between the games, I just think it's important to keep guys like Nolan Meyer fresh and. You know, Urson was struggling, and so you give yeah. him two shots, but then maybe give the third game to, to Nolan and, and see where he goes. But um, yeah, I, I do think he could be an important part of the flyer's organizational goalie depth, mm-hmm. and um, when you have a guy like that, it makes it so y- you have just this extra layer of confidence, which I think is important.
1: Yeah, you found him. now don't lose him. like keep him in the fold. That should be a big thing Yeah, in the fall when this season ends. Go to him and and keep him in there.
0: Yep, absolutely. Well, uh, we have a bunch of your mailbag questions to answer. There's some real good ones in this week's batch. So we will get to that coming up next.
1: The midway point of the NBA season's here. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000, that's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, just download the FanDuel Fandu Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scorers and threes drained. Well, I would stop betting on the 76ers now because they've clinched, and you never know what's going to happen after that. Word to the wise. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payroll, bigger payout, with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com/lockdown. That's fanduel.com/lockdown to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
0: All right, Russ, uh Craig came to us with a couple of really good questions, and the first one is uh, with a tryout contract does that mean emil andre can only play the regular season with the phantoms or will he be playing with them through the playoffs
1: he's not part of the clear day roster so you know my understanding is if you're not part of the clear day roster i don't think you can play in the playoffs but uh maybe on european players there's something else in the fine print can't tell you 100 percent, but clearly he just needs to play so i'm hoping he can yeah and maybe with you know. There's something with being the European player that lets him wouldn't shock me. I just don't know definitively.
0: Yeah, it's hard to find the detail on those specifics of the rules, but I would think he would be able to because he signed later. Be you know, relative to the European League ending yeah. date. Craig's other question is uh, about Jay O'Brien, and I know we've kind of harped on this, but um, this is a good question. Mm -hmm. Um, For what Jay O'Brien is, are the Flyers better off not signing him and getting that second round compensatory pick?
1: Well, if I'm right about this, the compensatory pick will be like the last pick in the round, right? So essentially...
0: Right. And it's in the 2024 draft. It's not not in the 20. it's not this year
1: so it's like it's almost a third round pick i know i've spoken to people who believe they would take the pick i'll take the player i'll take the player because of organizational depth i'll take the player because he's a center and they need centers throughout the organization and i'll take him on a chance that maybe he does develop there is still a percentage chance that that could happen i'll take the player
0: Yeah, I think in this case, because it's next year's draft and not this year's, if it was this year's, I'd take the pick, I think. But next year and with where that is, you know, that's like essentially a third round pick, like you said, I think you take the known entity in this situation. And that's the player who's already gone through development and I think could be an interesting piece, you know, in the rebuild, right? I think that if you just add him to the bunch of younger players and you have more options to see who sticks and see who jumps out.
1: Yeah. You as an organization have a better percentage chance of that guy doing something where that pick, you are not going to see him for five years.
0: Exactly. Exactly. All right. uh, The next question, who, or sorry, what should the Flyers do about the overflowing right wing depth?
1: Nothing. Somebody gets moved to the off wing, probably Owen Tippett, nothing. There's nothing you do. Sometimes that happens. You just, you get someone to switch. It's an easy thing. You figure out who's best at it and you do it.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I think that there's, there's plenty of guys who can be rotated to their off wing and be successful at it. I think, especially, um, like I think Travis Konechny can do it Mm -hmm. pretty easily. Um, which is like a huge part of it, right? So if you have one of these younger guys at right wing in their more natural position with a now veteran Travis Konechny, I can't believe I'm saying those words, but um, no. you know, moved over to the left. No. I think that that works out really well. Yeah. Um. Next one, also an interesting question. Does the success of the World Baseball Classic have an effect on the NHL getting it together for a World Cup of Hockey sooner?
1: No. I mean, they've had trouble just kind of finding the right year, the right date, the right place, the right everything. Um, they don't get that same. And I look, and I don't like the World Baseball Classic. I don't really. I, yeah, I don't. I just because again, pitchers are only going three innings. Yesterday, uh, if I told you who started for Team USA, you would laugh. As far as being a final game, but that's all they had available. Uh, it's not the best competition. It's really more about hitting uh and then pitching at that point but for the world cup of hockey and i don't love that either i mean i liked it when they had team north american if they had that every year i'd be fine because then i would rather the prospects but again when the prospects got too close to beating the veterans they're like i don't know can't have this again so to me that you know they they basically said that'll never happen again um but if they don't get the worldwide support that the wbc got like from japan and these other countries that doesn't happen in The world cup of hockey it just doesn't it it, there's like little ripples but nothing like that
0: yeah i just find as somebody who's only peripheral to baseball i found it enthralling and i found like the fans who are following it were super into it and it seemed to be pretty successful with a storybook ending uh, as they say
1: for for almost non-baseball fans it is some baseball fans like it but it's almost made for non-baseball fans because it's kind of gimmicky and try and get you in it. Like, listen, Team Italy is a joke.
0: That almost sounds like something the NHL should do, though, to get non-hockey fans invested in it and bring them into the game, Russ.
1: For gimmicks, sure, whatever.
0: All right, I love this these kinds of things, and I loved the World Cup when they had it. Um, of course, Team North America, you're right, is was a huge draw, but I think there's uh, a lot. Imagine of fun Team North
1: America is. with Conor Bedard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like but they won't do that it. That would be fun. Yeah.
0: We shall see. All right. Uh with the Fanatics news, uh, somebody asked what's the favorite jersey you have in your collection?
1: I would say you know, I probably have a good 10 12 I would say it's my Sue Greyhounds jersey because I've had Greyhounds as as pets, love them. Uh we'll have more in the future. So I, I, you know, I've worn like the Sioux Greyhounds jersey with like, you know, a picture with my like, greyhound like on National Hockey Day. So I kind of like it. I like the colors. So I'll go with the Sioux Greyhounds one.
0: Nice. Um, yeah, I think for an actual team, I have a Calgary Hitman jersey. That's the 20th anniversary. That's neon pink. Oh, cool. It's really great. But I think overall jerseys, I'm a huge fan of geeky jerseys and. Uh, So I have several of them in my collection. And my favorite one is my Spaceballs the Hockey Jersey. I like it. And yeah, it's really good. It's just the black and white, like in the gift shop in the movie. And um, but I had it uh, specially made. You can get like custom name and number on their jerseys. And so I, I ordered it with a jersey that's number 45. And then I put in the nameplate one, two, three. So it says one, two, three, four, five on the back, like the the luggage combination in the movie. It's great inside joke. If you haven't seen Spaceballs, you should go see it. It's hilarious. But uh, anyway, that is my overall favorite jersey I have in my collection. All right, wrapping up with our Flyers fun thing. Uh, The Flyers put together a fun little TikTok about Owen Tippett's hat trick that he scored it's nice uh way they put it together it's a really fun video you should check it out and i feel like we didn't give enough kudos to owen tippett so here you go there
1: you go Uh i can go around at it
0: Yep. all right that will do it for today's show we will be back again on friday we're going to recap the game against the wild we've got a matchup against the red wings coming up over the weekend And we'll take a look back at the week that was for the Flyers and see what we learned about this team heading toward the tail end of the season. As a reminder, we always want to hear from you. Send in your mailbag questions via Twitter at LockedOnFlyers. You can email us at LockdownFlyers at Gmail or comment over on YouTube. I'm Rachel. I'm on Twitter at R Miriam. That's R M I R I A M.
1: I'm Russell I'm at Sportsology, S P O R T S O L O G Y.
0: Thanks for making Lockdown Flyers your first listen today. Now make your next listen game to game NHL. It's every moment, every top performance, and every result. Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysis that Locked On can deliver. It's on your Locked On NHL feed anywhere you get your podcasts. Have a great day, everyone.